Hey there, welcome back to the Rock Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Emily Perry, and on today's show, we are going deep into the law of attraction. We're diving into spirituality and heart-centered business and channeling and spiritual awakening and how you transform your life and so much more. Today's guest is David Strickle of thestreamofdavid.com, and we dive into his work channeling um, the Taya practice, which is a practice that he has founded, and so much more. Such a great conversation, and I can't actually wait to have him back on the show. I feel like we could have talked four hours, and so if you're into the law of attraction or if you feel like you have had these moments where you feel like there are these obstacles or blocks in your manifestation work, if you have gone through your own spiritual awakening or if you feel like you're on that edge of spiritual awakening if you feel like you are ready for a shift in your life this conversation is for you You're listening to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Live Awake Collective. This is a place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. I'm your host, Emily Perry, an inspirational speaker and international teacher, and I'm here to take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to rock your purpose, lead your community, and manifest your vision for your life. Welcome to the journey. Let's dive in. Before we hop into today's conversation, since we're talking law of attraction, since we're talking magnetism, I want you to grab our free checklist. It's the Magnetic Money Reset Checklist for heart-centered entrepreneurs just like you. It's a way to tap into abundance, reset your money mindset, and magnetize your soul business with simple and powerful shifts. And it includes my favorite money attraction mindset affirmations. So head on over to emilyperry.com slash checklist to grab your guidebook with that checklist in it. And I can't wait to hear like which affirmation is your favorite. And then before we roll into our conversation, don't forget that there is more happening over in our Facebook group. So we have the Rock Your Purpose Facebook community, and I would love it if you hop on over to emilyperry.com slash group, join the community. It's a beautiful place to land and hang out and talk about like all the things that we talk about here on the podcast and so much more. So head on over there, join the group, and we'll see you inside. So let me tell you a little bit about David. From early childhood, David received what he refers to as guidance from source. During his teenage years, he developed a deep understanding of universal laws and used these teachings to overcome enormous obstacles. He developed an ability to share this guidance for the benefit of others and has created a simple set of tools that profoundly transformed every aspect of his life, delivering a life of joy and clarity and abundance. And these tools have become the Taya practice. Through his best-selling book, his radio show, his podcast, and online training programs, he has helped transform the lives of those seeking a new way all around the globe. 
You'll hear in this conversation about the Taya practice. It sounds so amazing. And you'll hear about his group. We didn't even get a chance to dive into his books. And so um, I'll make sure in the show notes here, you have um, all the links for him on Instagram, his group, and of course his book and podcast so that you can really dive deeper because I know that this work has really transformed so many lives. And so I was really excited to have him on the show. Okay, let's hop into the interview. Well, welcome to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, David. It's such an honor to have you here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being on. So I'm so excited to, to have this conversation with you today. I've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks now and, you know, just hearing about the work that you do and the way you've really tapped into such deep transformation in your life and in your work. And people heard, of course, about you um, in the intro, but I always love to start our conversation with a little bit about your journey. Like here you are working with, you know, what the stream of David (laughs) in 2021. And often our pathway is, you know, this amazing journey to get to where we are. And I was just wondering when did when do you feel like this journey really started for you in terms of like the work that you're doing now? Was there like a moment when everything changed or things opened up for you? Yeah, I would say that the big turning point for me was in my early forties where I had already come to understand that I was a channel and that I was different (laughs) than a lot of people in allowing the source consciousness to, to flow through me and just having this information. Uh, but I didn't really utilize what was offered to me to my full potential until my early forties, because I grew up very poor and I grew up uh, with very disconnected parents. And I understood the law of attraction from very early on. I I have recollections prior to age six, understanding that we manifest our reality. And because my parents were so disconnected, they didn't really work that idea on manifesting money, material things. Mm -hmm. And I did in my living in a, a single parent minimum wage household. I lived in high school, like one of the rich kids. I had a brand new car and nice clothes. I had all the stuff. And I started my own business uh, at 19. Uh, I went from that business into the corporate world, uh, rose very quickly in the corporate world, even though I didn't have a formal education at all, because I started business instead of going to college, Mm. taught myself completely uh, everything. And in my success in the corporate world, I landed at age 41 and realized that I had all the stuff that I thought I was going to need to be happy. I had the big house and the fancy cars and the nice clothes and just everything. And I still wasn't really happy. There were a lot of unhealed things in my life. Mm. And one of the things that was interesting, and I think your listeners will appreciate this, I was in a high paying corporate job, mid six figures, and I was still very entrepreneurial. I had started out my, in my world as an entrepreneur, and then I sort of threw in the towel, and I, I took this opportunity to take a job. That went very well. Suddenly, I was reporting directly to the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. And again, no formal education. People that worked for me had to have MBAs <laughs> yeah. to get past the 10th grade, really. So I did very well in the corporate world. And the reason I did so well in the corporate world is I was really good at imagining things very outside of 3D. The, the way that you're supposed to do things in the business world, I didn't really worry about that because I had this inner knowing that I could figure out and I could manifest success without necessarily playing by the rules. Mm. And I didn't, and I was successful and I was successful in a very uh, strict corporate environment, but I was anyway, and it drove people crazy, but we always had great success. 
And my success was in teaching commission-based salespeople how to be successful. Mm-hmm. And it was all mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some te- techniques in there, but the mindset was the most important thing. And I had very successful people working for me, including one woman selling furniture. It was, I was in the high-end retail furniture business, earning half a million dollars a year selling furniture. Wow. So, yeah. So I had a lot of success and I, I started reinventing my life at 41, realizing, gosh, I have all this stuff and all this money, but I was a hundred pounds overweight. I was addicted to Oxycontin. I had chronic back pain. I was in a relationship that was not good anymore. And I needed to fix all those other things. So I created this mindset practice for myself, really just by default, I really started digging deep and listening to everything that was being offered to me, realizing that, you know, money and success are fantastic, but you need to have the whole package to really be happy and joyful in life. Mm -hmm. So I started working on all of that. And I got to the point in my late forties where, uh, within about eight years of that, uh, 41 event actually, where I had lost the weight, I'd gotten out of the bad relationship. I learned to love myself. I healed my past. I did all of these things that we teach people now in the Taya practice to do. And I realized that, gosh, my last frontier is I'm hanging on to this corporate job because I think I have to have this biweekly paycheck and I'm scared to not have it. And I've got to overcome that fear. So our teachings are all about detuning fear and judgment in your lives. So I had to practice what I was believing Mm -hmm. and not yet teaching. And I quit my job. I had, a, I had the Stream of David podcast at that point. I'd headed out for about six months. Uh, I had an unpublished book. My first book had not yet been published. And that's all I had. There was no real business plan. Uh, there wasn't a war chest of money. I had enough money to survive for a while to get going. But I jumped out of the airplane, quit my job, no plan, uh, just knowing that I could really help people transform their lives with this information so much more than I was able to do in a corporate environment because you can't get really spiritual in a corporate environment. Uh, You can teach things and they're they're law of attraction based, but you can't call it that because that conflicts with religious beliefs and stuff. So I was very limited and I would hear people complain about their personal lives. And of course it was none of my business to get into that in a corporate environment, but I knew the answers for them. You know, I would say, I, I know how to fix that because I fixed that in my life, but I couldn't do anything about it. So I quit the job. I had the podcast, I had the unpublished book. And uh, this was in 2017 oh, wow. and I, something landed in my lap. I manifested this amazing opportunity to teach a course online. And I met someone that taught me how to do all of those things. And there's lots of people, you know, doing that out there these days. Yeah. And I was really successful right away in that program. So from there, it's just continued to build over three years. And now we have over hundred graduates of my bootcamp program. Uh, I've got the second book coming out within the next year. Uh, you know, the podcast is really successful and I have mastery level programs now for my graduates. And I, I do what I love doing every single day of my life. And there's just nothing like that. Yeah. That's so powerful. Now that moment when you decided to, like, you knew you had to leave the job, <laughs> um, this is like one of those moments where, I mean, obviously you'd had all these years of experience, like trusting yourself and trusting that the, like, if you took the step that the thing would appear, right? I mean, but it's still like, that's, it's a pretty big leap. What was that moment like in terms of like, did you have to really, I mean, we're going to talk about the Taya practice in a moment, because I want to hear all about it. But did you have to really like lean back into those practices for yourself? Or how did that, how did that kind of play out for yourself? 
it really got to the point where I was manifesting a scenario for myself because my true desire was to quit the job, to do this full time, to, to come out of the closet as, as a channel, if you will, yeah. <laughs> and, and not worry about the judgment of other people because I was judged, uh, you know, for doing that and continue to be sometimes, but that doesn't bother me at all anymore. Yeah. So I, I always talk about releasing fear and judgments, kind of like an onion. You know, we start the process and we start peeling these things away. And it's a process that you don't just dive right into and completely eliminate fear and judgment from your life. If you have been running on fear and judgment your whole life, and most of us do, mm. we are programmed. We, we talk now a lot in terms of, you know, 3D programming and 5D programming. Uh, I, I like to kind of refer to us as uh, almost like robots or computers because we do sort of operate that way. We have an operating system and our operating systems generally are created by default. Mm -hmm. How we react to the world around us creates our operating system. Your belief system is your operating system. And Taya is, is a, an advanced operating system where you're really, you're detuning fear and judgment. Mm -hmm. And when you detune fear and judgment, then that which you call the law of attraction really takes off because the reason that law of attraction doesn't quote unquote work a lot of the times. And what I've seen happen in my work is people read the secret or they get into Abraham and or, or something else. There's tons and tons of people out there teaching about the law of attraction now, and they want to start just thinking about the things that they want as if they already are. And that is true. Absolutely. If you believe something is, the universe is going to, to do whatever it takes to make that happen for you because the universe is not judgmental. <laughs> right. The universe is not judging our, our thoughts. Yeah. Everything is a yes, right? Right, right. So if you're thinking about illness, the universe is going to say, yes, here's some illness. If you're thinking about poverty, the universe is going to say, yes, here's some poverty. If you're thinking you're successful, the universe is going to say, yes, here's success. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason I created Taya is because I understood how to manifest in certain areas of my life. And I had to figure out how to manifest in the other areas. And all of these teachings of just get happy, you know, just get into the, the, the vortex, just get into the, the vibe of it. I knew that worked, but I had some blocks in my life that I needed to tear down. And I realized those blocks were rooted in my past, that I had belief systems that I created from my childhood, from the teachings of religion, teachings of parents. Um, you know, e even people with very well-intended parents pick up some bad thoughts, some bad habits of thought from them. Mm -hmm. It's just a natural state of being that none of us are perfect. And certainly our parents are operating vibrationally and, and they can teach us things in their low vibrational period that we pick up and latch on to and create a belief system around. Mm -hmm. And you've got to find a way to disrupt that old operating system, that old belief system before you're going to really remove that, that abundance block. So for me, it was, I had started out as an entrepreneur. I learned a lot to, I, I, I firmly believe my starting out as an entrepreneur did more for me than a college education could have done. And I'm dyslexic. I didn't really do well in school anyway. So it was my path to learning the business world was, was just becoming an entrepreneur, but I didn't make tons of money as an entrepreneur. I learned a lot, but I didn't make a lot of money right off the bat. I made enough to live the way that I wanted to live. But then I got into the corporate world and I, I developed this belief system that I had to have this corporate job and get these promotions and have these titles and do these things to move up. And that worked. That was my belief system. Mm -hmm. I went from salesperson to assistant manager, to store manager, to general manager, to district manager, to regional manager, to vice president. 
boom, 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 just right up the ladder because that was my belief system that if I get up there, even though the rules say that someone with a 10th grade education shouldn't do that, I didn't care about that. So I detuned that belief system for myself, but I didn't detune the belief system that I had to have the stupid corporate job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So coming to that realization was very transformative for me. And realizing that- like, And I hope I answered your question with no, you my told, very long response. No, you totally did. And, it, and just also just that realization that it's all paradigm, right? So, you know, we outgrow paradigms, we outgrow belief systems. And I think probably that, obviously that belief system of the corporate ladder served you for a period of time until you were sure. like, you outgrew it. <laughs> and then it was time well, and there's to things that, you know, I had 20 years of corporate experience. I run my business now the way that I do. And the, the, the fear-based limiting stuff from the corporate world, I don't incorporate. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of things that I do incorporate in my business that I learned in that time. And, and I needed that time of contrast, uh, that time of struggle in, in every sense, the time of being very unhealthy, the time of being in the bad relationship, the time of being addicted to Oxycontin. I needed all of that. It makes me the teacher that I am today. I can identify with so many different uh, issues that people have that create abundance blocks because I had them all at some point, yeah, but all yeah. of that stuff made me the teacher that I am. And so I'm so grateful that I experienced and manifested all of those things. And that's the gift. I think you, you, you probably wouldn't be the teacher that you are now if like, if you hadn't gone through that, because it's like you, you, I think the best teachers also have had to go through all the steps, right? It's not like you just are, you know, born one day, like I'm a yoga teacher. And so I also train yoga teachers and the best people I train who turn out to be these amazing teachers often were like, couldn't touch their toes, didn't know how to breathe, couldn't sit and focus for like more than a few minutes at a time when they started their practice and they had to really develop it from the ground up. So, um, yeah, that's so powerful. Now, yeah, I agree with that. Let's talk about the Taya practice since we've kind of like kind of skirted around it a little bit. Can you tell me a little bit more about about the Taya practice and like how it kind of came to be and what's that like? Sure. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I've had all of this this knowledge of universal law my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I like I said, I, I applied some of it and not all of it in my life. I sort of misapplied it, if you will, although we've already discovered that that was perfection for, for my development. Mm -hmm. But I needed to create a system because I understood understood law of attraction. I understood all the things that I've said, you know, just get happy, just be in the isness of it, you know, just uh, feel that it already is and it shall be. I know all that works, but I had a lot of things that weren't working, even though I had that knowledge that I had to heal. I had to transmute the negative energy. I had to change the belief system to get everything working. And then I had to, to, to release the judgment around everything not working. So I, I went through all of these stages of my own spiritual development based on this, this universal connection that I have a very clear connection to. I, I really understand the universe now. I understand why we're in physical. I understand our purpose. I understand all of those things. So taking that understanding that I have come to, to really realize in my life, in my 53 years, I've packaged that into a practice because what I found is for myself and for a lot of other people, you hear these things, you go to seminars, you listen to podcasts, you read books, you, you get inspired. But unless you have a system, sometimes it's really difficult to take that inspiration and apply it on a regular basis in your life so that it then becomes your new way of being. You know, we, we get into something and we're all excited about it. We feel like we've discovered the key to the universe. 
with this information we have. But then applying it is, is difficult for a lot of people because you start out really, you know, we, we teach a lot about vibrational flow. The vibration is very high. When you first discover something, you're excited about it and you're all into it. And then the vibration naturally is going to drop a little bit. Our vibration is not static. It's up and down all the time. We're all aware of this via our emotions. So the vibration drops and then some of the old thoughts and the old habits come back. And then a lot of us declare, well, that didn't work. This law of attraction thing doesn't work. That, that book, the secret isn't true. You know, we, we start to sort of uh, poo poo these things that, you know, that were helping us at one time. So what Taya does is gives you a set of tools to use this in your life with vibrational flow, mm. because we are taught in our world to really work against vibrational flow and work against universal law. We're taught to operate on fear. And we're very judgmental of ourselves and other people. We just naturally are because that's the way our society works. But when you start working with vibrational flow instead of in opposition to it, the difference with Taya is the, the Taya stands for trust your abundance. And abundance means whatever it means to you. It doesn't have to mean money. It doesn't have to mean business success. It can. But we have had people go through my programs that have healed terminal illness that have won custody battles that were supposed to go on for a long, long time, uh, that have uh, exited abusive relationships, that certainly have manifested businesses and job promotions and dream jobs, fortunes, you name it, people have manifested it with these tools because we learn to trust the process of creation. Because when your vibe is high and you're trusting and you're believing and you're making plans and you're so excited, it's easy to trust up there. But then polarity pulls our vibration down. We're all aware of this, that our vibration drops. Some mornings we wake up and we're just not as high as we were the day before. What do you do down there in that negative creation territory? Well, you can't necessarily find joy immediately without doing some things to get yourself back to joy, yoga, things mm -hmm. like that. But you can trust the process of creation. And you can learn what some tools of what to do down there and what not to do down there in that negative creation territory and really allow that polarity that drags you down in the first place to bring you right back up to your back up to your positive creation territory. And what it does is it raises your default vibration. And when you raise your default vibration, everything in your life gets better and better and better and better. But you're also not looking for perfection. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a very important component to this. I'm not out telling people that I'm going to teach you how to live the perfect life. You're going to have the best health and the most money, the most successful business and the best relationship. Because I think that judgment of needing perfection is the very thing that holds us away from success very often. And the judging ourselves against other people and all of these things that, that we pick up, when we start peeling all of that away in our lives and really working through vibrational flow, life then becomes very magical. And you learn to get out of the way of the universe and let the universe really take care of you because it will, it'll take care of your business. It will take care of your health. It will take care of your relationships. If you really just move with vibrational flow, life is absolutely magical. Yeah. It's so powerful. And yeah, just as you're saying, like the, with the perfection piece, I think it's like this, it's this trying to control the outcome and it's, it's, it's challenging because we have such a limited view as humans. Like we don't get to, we don't see what's possible in all the, the dimensions of reality. And so I think when we're stuck in perfection, we're actually holding ourselves back from what's actually like the potential of all potentials, right? It's like um, trying to control the outcome keeps us stuck sometimes in 
a place where, you know, we could actually be, again, co-creating with energy and like you were saying, and really using that kind of vibrational shift to like open up to, you know, what's, what's really possible for us. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And what I found in my business, and I know you have a lot of entrepreneurs that, that listen to you in my business, the more I put the hammer down and stop trying to make things happen mm -hmm. and really allow all of the things that I need to come to me and flow to me and allow the universe to create in my favor, my business has expanded because of that. And the only time that expansion stops is when I allow that judgment to come in. I'm not growing fast enough. I don't have enough X, Y, Z going on. The judgment comes in, the vibration drops. I pick up my old hammer from the corporate world and start trying to you know, make something happen, hammer a solution into place. And it never works. And the more I raise my default, the more clear signs I get. I'll give you an example. I, I just had this, um, there's someone I know who does you know, this type of coaching and, and very successful and has this person that they work with is supposed to be this social media rock star. This person is a rock star. They're going to take your business to the next level. It's just going to be absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And you've got to talk to them. And so I set up a meeting with this person and the vibe was okay, but I felt like, gosh, I have to work with this person. I've, I've got to work with this person. You know, that this is, this is the solution because this other person told me that they were so great. And so in our meetings, some other people that are, that are involved in my business and I just said, all right, well, send us an example of what you do and maybe some references. And then this, this social media rock star ghosted us, <laughs> completely ghosted us. Wow. And I realized, well, wait a minute. I reached out to this person in this sort of vibe of thinking that I had to have them. And now I'm getting clarity. This is how they operate in business. Because even if I'm not the client for them, if they can't come back around after a couple of meetings and say, hey, I, you know, you're not the right client for me or I can't help you, I would appreciate that. That's clarity. I love that. But my real clarity is that they're not professional enough to come back around and say, you're not the right client or whatever it is, or they're not able to produce the evidence of what they say they can do. Yeah, yeah. So that's an example of something that I experienced pretty recently of, of getting excited about someone thinking that I had to have this solution and then the solution didn't materialize for me. And I realized I don't have to have that solution at all. Mm -hmm. There's, there's so many paths to success. If I put down the hammer and stop thinking I have to have anything and simply allow the universe to continue to build this business the way that it has, then I'm going to continue to be successful and grow and, and everything's going to be great. And we're going to reach a lot more people with the message than me trying to, to get the rock star. You know, I've got to have the rock star to reach people with this message. I don't, but we all slip into that. We all slip into that hammering. And it's just comical to me now when I do it, because I, I look back and realize, well, wait a minute, what was my vibe when I went after that? Thinking that I needed this rock star. I don't. Yeah. The yeah. universe is the rock star, right? Right, right. And, I, and it's like, and obviously there wasn't, it wasn't aligned, you know, and sometimes I feel like things aren't aligned, but we try to force it. Like, mm -hmm. we try to make it work, like, you know, and I think this is a conversation I had with a couple of coaching clients, actually, this last week was that same thing, like, she was trying to make something work, even though it wasn't aligned. And she had made this commitment. And we had this conversation about like revisiting the commitment, like have a clarity conversation, <laughs> you know, with the, the person you had that commitment with and, 
maybe speak to how like the energies change, you know, or like sometimes we make a commitment in one energy, but then like you're saying, our, our ground level of our vibration shifts and grows and changes as we do practices like like the Taya practice, you know, like as you have sort of evolve, you might have to revisit some of those commitments that you've made or some of those like even dreams that you're carrying because they might not be a fit anymore for like they might be things that are going to hold you back as opposed to allow you to expand into that next that next phase of your life. You're exactly, and I love that you touched on that too, because I, I don't think we've even really got into it, but in the introduction, I'm sure you did. I am a channel. I channel um, source consciousness that we call the stream. It's known as the stream of David. And my dream when I jumped out of the airplane uh, with quitting my job and getting into doing the course was ultimately to do live workshops, much like the Abraham Hicks workshops. Everybody loves Abraham Hicks. I've been to them. I love them. The energy is amazing. It's just a fantastic experience. And I have channeled live in front of an audience and it's amazing. I love doing it on Zoom, <laughs> but I really wanted to do it in person. I kind of had started doing that and it wasn't really working early on because I just didn't have a big enough following to, you know, really pay for it. You know, it was always a big money loser for me where I was very profitable online. And after COVID hit, I realized that if the, the business model that we had created was based on live workshops, much like Esther Hicks has been all these years, if you're familiar with Abraham, probably mm. many of your listeners are, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be in trouble. You know, my business would be in trouble had I developed that live event model as my only source of generating revenue for the business. You know, I've got to pay all of these people to help me do this. And, you know, that is a, a 3D thing. But, you know, if I had really stuck that that's what I had to do, and that's what I was starting to put my money into doing these live workshops, COVID would have wiped all that out. Mm -hmm. And I look back and think what a blessing it is that I've created a podcast and a YouTube channel and, you know, the Facebook group and all of these live um, events that we do uh, that are virtual. Mm -hmm. Everything uh, right now is virtual because of that. And, and I realized what a gift that was from the universe once again you know, that's part of vibrational flow. We think, gosh, you know, my ego wants me to be successful having, you know, all these people show up for the channeling. That's all my ego. Yeah. Yeah. And the universe is really looking out for me because I'm allowing it to, I'm just going with the flow. This is what's working right now. I'm going to pay attention to what's working. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, looking back, I realized, wow, the universe had my back the whole time, mm -hmm. not putting money into doing these workshops to get that going. And instead really digging in and helping people in a real way with creating the boot camp, mm. and it's glorious and it's perfect. I can't wait to do live events in person. I think it'll be amazing when we all do that. But I would probably not. I wouldn't have the business that I have right now had I done that and really focused on these live events. So again, that's that's a sign that sometimes when things aren't working out, if you just keep the vibe up and trust the process of creation. You know, I, I think it's just really powerful just the way you were talking about how the universe kind of really had this 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 grander scheme was in play right of, of of flow and when you had to make you know we all had to make these choices with COVID and, and the shift in our business and things could have you know worked out a totally different way if you try to force the workshops or if you try to force all those things to still happen in that way I guess what I mean is that you know there's this this bigger plan and play. And if we just open to that flow, like, again, like you were saying, things will get taken care of, right? We'll get supported in the ways that we need to be supported. And now you're probably looking at such a different growth, tra like trajectory, 
in the next few years just because you were online and present online when all this kind of shifted and changed, you know, it's like, yeah, um, I definitely, we, we've grown a lot during COVID because people find us online and then they start, you know, they join the Facebook group, they come to the events, you know, we, we're live. Uh, I'm, I'm on Instagram every week. I'm on the podcast every week. I'm on Facebook and YouTube every week. And so the audience has grown exponentially because of that because people are online now, you're right. And mm -hmm. if I hadn't developed all of that in advance of COVID, I probably wouldn't have met all these new people that we've helped transform. So yeah. I, I love that. I love that it's all worked out in perfection. It, oh, it, exactly. And I know, I mean, for us as like, you know, as a yoga teacher and a retreat leader, like I had to cancel 2020. I mean, <laughs> we all, a lot of us just had to wipe our calendars clean. And I was in the same situation as you though. I already had online courses. I had a I had a podcast, I had like coaching practice, like I had all these other pieces that were already in play. So they just kind of blew up, you know, so which um, it all works out. But when I when you talk, so you're talking about the boot camp, what is that? What's that all about? Like, what's that transform? And I'm sure it's like this transformational experience for people. But is that is it a Taya um, boot camp? Is that what that is? Yeah, it is. It's called Taya boot camp. And that's uh -huh. sort of the that is the the, the first step to getting into a coaching scenario, you know, I talk about the Taya practice and tools all over the place all the time. Yeah. But the what bootcamp offers is an opportunity for people to come in and work with me and the coaches for 12 weeks. Again, it's all virtual. You do it online. You do most of it on your timeline. But you're learning this practice. The four pillars of Taya are forgiveness, meaning you, you do need to go back and heal some things from your past very often because those create your abundance blocks. And until you really find appreciation for them the way that I sort of said, you know, I really appreciate all these things that happened in my life up until now. And if you read my book, there's even more from my childhood. Yeah. So finding appreciation for the life that you've created so far is very healing and transformative and releases those abundance blocks, really understanding your eternal nature and taking the fear out of life is very, very powerful. Uh, the third thing is polarity, understanding this vibrational flow that goes through our lives that creates this emotional, you know, high and low that we all experience and creates a mix of positive and negative things coming into our lives as a result. So when you really start understanding where your vibration is and, and, and how to move through every level of it, not trying to be up, you know, at the very top of your vibrational spiral, if you will, all the time, because we can't do that, but how to manage the lower periods of time. Mm -hmm. how they're really a, a benefit and help us create and expand. And then the final thing is intention. And you can be as intentional as you want in your thoughts, or you can set a broader intention like I do of just allowing the universe to work it all out. And I've learned to do that. You know, I may set an intention for a nice uh, interaction with somebody. And I, that always comes to be, I've never set an intention for something when I was in a high vibration that didn't come to be exactly the way I wanted it to be. But then I got to the place where I really didn't even need that level of control anymore. Mm -hmm. I really just wanted my intention to be allow the universe to delight me and take care of me and give me a fantastic life experience. And when you get to that place where you can really believe that, then that is your way of being. That's what your life becomes. So getting into the boot camp scenario, you're working with us for 12 weeks to make this your new way of thinking. So it's beyond just being inspired for a little while, trying a few things, and then maybe ending up right back to where you were before, which is normal for us. Mm -hmm. Because human beings, you know, we, we have this default operating system that we create in our subconscious mind that creates our lives. 
Yet there's things that we want to change. We're all expansive beings. We want to grow. We want to do better. We want to create something new. We want to help more people. Whatever it is, it's our nature to want to do more. And that's our life force as well. So when you get into an operating system that allows you to achieve these things and, and believe and trust the process, even when it seems like it's not working, knowing that it's working in perfection and really believing that, not doing this, uh, you know, a lot of people say things, you know, they'll say little sayings like, oh, love and light to everyone. And they don't really think that, but they're saying it. Yeah. So it really is, it comes down to what's showing up in your life. So if your life is getting better and better and better, and there's things that you want to expand or evolve uh, through or improve or, or whatever you want to do, if you are getting those results, then your operating system is working for you. But if you're in frustration, if you find yourself sort of in this merry-go-round of, of coming right back to where you were over and over again with your business or your bank account or your body or your relationships, your friendships or your family or whatever, then this Taya practice creates this new belief system for you that is like a new operating system. And boot camp helps you seal it in over 12 weeks mm -hmm. as your new way of being. And that's why if you uh, go to our YouTube channel, we have tons of testimonials from people all over the world who have significantly transformed their lives and they openly talk about it. So you can see all of that and you see that it's a foundational operating system. It's not coming in and learning how to get rich. It's not coming in and learning how to manifest a perfect lover or whatever. It's all of those things because it's raising your default vibration. It's you learning how to manifest the things that you want, but also learning how to work with universal law, how to work with your vibrational flow, which is a very natural way of being. Yeah, it's so powerful. And it's like when you change that foundational, like the way you think and the the energy that you carry, it's like everything changes. I was talking to somebody about how, you know, when your thoughts really change so dramatically, it's like those those things that you think about or those those ways that you, those habitual ways of your mind working, they don't even up well in your consciousness anymore because you've, <laughs> it's like you've rewritten, you've rewritten the energy, you've rewritten the, the patterns. Um, yeah, it sounds so powerful. And of course, you guys, there will be links to, to all these things. Um, in the show notes and I know you have a Facebook group where people can like jump in and get started and um, really be in your energy and in the energy of your community and um, can you tell me a little bit so before we before you wrap up I just did want to hear a little bit about the stream of David because I know you channel and um, I'm sure that was probably a you know coming out in that way as you mentioned, like really taking a bold stand for like your gift and and what you do. Um, does that is that related to the Taya practice? Is that part of the experience? Definitely, uh, definitely. The, the first of all, the entire practice is the practical application of the streams teachings. Ah. So we've got the teachings from the stream. Uh, they, they have talked about just about every topic you can imagine. Even There's nothing that's off limits or taboo for the stream. They will dive right in to this is, this is the source consciousness perspective of that topic. Mm. And we've been on the podcast now long enough to where so many things have come up. Every once in a while, something new will come along and I get really excited that I'm channeling something new and then I go back and listen to it and think, oh my God, I would have never thought of that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do love that. <laughs> but uh, Taya is the practical application of their teachings and it works on every single topic because it's all universal law and vibrational flow create everything. And all of it is wrapped up in law of attraction. But the reason I don't refer to law of attraction a lot is because at this point, 
I mean, law of attraction is like gravity. It just is. Yeah, <laughs> We're yeah. attracting everything all the time. It's I, We get a lot more into teaching you how you attract, why you have abundance blocks, why there are things that frustrate you because you, you feel like no matter what you do, you end up back at square one over and over and over again, and you can't break these habits of thought. And I know how frustrating it is to feel like you cannot break a habit of thought. That is so very frustrating to think that you're trapped in some prison of illness or body uh, you know, condition or marriage or, or being um, you know, alone forever. You know, any of those things are very painful to think that you're trapped there, but you're not. But it does take some work to sort of rewire your thinking and really open your eyes up to, to what the universe is really all about. The stream's teachings are about all of that. They will dig deep into any topic. Uh, they're going deeper and deeper and deeper than ever. We do an Instagram live uh, every week. And last week, they went deep into some, you know, like appreciating death and the transition process and, and understanding that this life is not final and, you know, really deep stuff for a, <laughs> an Instagram live. <laughs> but they went there and, you know, the yeah. audience draws it out. Yeah. The audience loved it. The audience wasn't afraid of it. You know, the audience was, was drawing that information from them. So the channeling sessions are fantastic. And when you get into the bootcamp program, the first thing that we do is I, I channel uh, the first hour in bootcamp is spent with live channeling for the enrollee. And that brings a lot of clarity on where the root transgressors really are, because we that we speak of transgressors in terms of any unwanted person, circumstance, or event at any time in our lives, because anything that we cannot fully appreciate, and we all have things until we detune this stuff, that when we think about it, we reflect about it, it triggers us down, uh, it, it recreates some pain, there's a bad memory, uh, maybe there's some victim vibration in there that this was done to me, and you know I was so young, how could I have attracted that? We work on all that stuff mm. and really transmute that negative energy to appreciation. And I work with people whose children have been murdered, uh, you know, just horrible, horrible, horrible things to experience in life. And like I said, people that come through boot camp are from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. I, we have horrific stories like that. And we have people that just want to do, have a better business. Mm -hmm. And this system works for everyone. Uh, we've had everything from homeless people to billionaires come through boot camp at this point. So it just shows how it's an operating system that can help anyone regardless of where you are. And then you take these tools and you graduate boot camp and you know how to operate this way for the rest of your life. And it's all based on the stream's teachings. Oh, so powerful. Yeah, it sounds like such the healing journey. And, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, here on the show, how the inner work is the work, no matter what you're doing. So whether it be your entrepreneurial journey or whether it just be, you know, your life in general, like that is, that's the heart of it right there. Um, it sounds like the Taya practice is just so powerful. And um, it just, yeah, it's been amazing having you on the Rock Your Purpose podcast. And I, of course, we're going to link everything for you guys in the show notes. I mean, we didn't even talk about your book. <laughs> we didn't even talk about, <laughs> we even talk about the podcast. We'll have to have you on again, for sure. And maybe we can, we can, you know, work with the stream of David and, and um, on the, the next time you come on. But in terms of like people being in your world and really getting in touch with you and um, starting to work with you, what's the best ways for people to do that? The best thing is to join uh, the Facebook group, free Facebook group. It's called the Taya Practice, T-Y-A. Taya stands for Trust Your Abundance. So join the Taya Practice private Facebook group. We're teaching Taya in there all the time. You're learning more about it. You're hearing from the people that are in boot camp very often, from the alumni. 
And the other place that you can go, obviously, is the Stream of David website, uh, thestreamofdavid.com. Everything is there. There's links to everything. If you like to, you know, explore a website and find everything, the podcast, the book, everything is in there. But the Facebook group is a great place to come and interact. There's just a wealth of videos in there on all sorts of different topics. There's always discussions going on. There's always big breakthroughs being shared in there. It's a very exciting Facebook group to be in. So join the Tire Practice Facebook group. That's a really good place to get started. It's been so amazing having you on the show. So thank you so much for being here and sharing your work with us. And um, I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you, Emily. I'd love to come back. Thank you so much for joining us here on the show. And don't forget, you can go to thestreamofdavid.com to learn more. You can also head over into his Facebook community, which I'll make sure is linked for you here. So you can hop into the community, learn more about the tire practice, learn more about his work. I'll make sure that his book also is linked here for you and the podcast as well. And I can't wait to have him back on the show. Don't forget to take a screenshot of you listening to this episode. Tag us in Instagram. He's, you know, the stream of David. I'm emilyperry.co and at Rock Your Purpose. And we can't wait to hear what your big takeaways were. And of course, <laughs> grab your free checklist with me over at emilyperry.com slash checklist. You get those money affirmations. Head on over into our group as well if you want to connect. And until next time, you guys, take care, be well, keep rocking your purpose, and I'll talk to you soon.